Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner. Hey, los Estados Unidos. Of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend. Too many names for me to mention on this podcast, but I like to call him DPP. That's everything under the sun and now a gaming host for a podcast, too. So, you know, whatever you want to call me. A winner is you, isn't it? Aren't you (laughs) just a winner? Hey. I'm a winner. I can and feel joining, it. And, and as joining us, as always, the third member of this triumphant trifecta of triangular podcasting. He's funky. He's phenomenal. He's oh so fresh. He's AJ Velaz. Uh, happy weekend, everybody. Oh, indeed. 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 I know you said you had some uh, weather come through there. You guys were experiencing some of the tropical storm effects from a potential hurricane there on the East Coast, but... Let me show you. The rain came through Sunday, and this is what the field looked like Monday morning. Oh, is that uh, all? Holy shit. I mean, you can That's still it. run around the bases. They're, they're, you know, first, someone... second, third, and home are all right there. Well, yeah, just put a oh, canoe well, out well, you there better be taller than me high to a grasshopper, otherwise <laughs> you're going to need some scuba gear, my friend. Uh, Baby. So we also uh, had some clean around here. Tell, tell us how it's going out there in Jersey, what you guys uh, had to deal with, and what, what was the cleanup like? I mean, it was Tuesday. It, was, it wasn't it was too bad. It was just 
out of nowhere, random power outages, like here and there, flickering. I think my power went out like four or five times. Was it Hurricane Storm Randy? Said it was out of nowhere. No, no, it was not Randy. No, I think it turned into a tropical depression or some crap, and it gave me a depression with all the power outages and whatnot. But I cleaned up like the stupid little tree branches and whatnot around the house, and God, it was just awful. Survived, but awful. I know DP, you had some mess to clean up around here from the rain that I talked about earlier. Dad, no, I would say we were actually pretty good over here. We had a it was a short burst of rain for us, honestly, and then it was. Uh... What about the parent? What about the parents? Oh, oh, that one. Is that what you're That's talking what about? I was talking about. Oh, That's from Sunday, wasn't it? <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, I got a nice call at uh, boy 11, a, 11 p.m. on Sunday from the parents that their uh, basement was flooded, which was awesome. They had about a quarter inch of water over there around the whole basement, and. Luckily enough, the most of the Legos survived. There was some uh, cardboard cutout standees that my dad had that kind of got pretty much ruined on the bottom there. So, but that was fun. So I had to, uh, you know, pack up the <laughs> the shop vacs and fans and head on over there at midnight and stay there for a couple hours and try and help you know the family clean up. My you know brother and sister were all there and everybody. So we had. Uh, bunch of shop vacs going sucking up the water just putting all the boxes into the garage but luckily enough there was only a handful of cardboard boxes my dad's good enough to keep everything in rubbermaid tubs so uh yeah if you don't know folks dpb's dad has quite the collection of boy you name it legos star wars antique everything it's it's quite the assortment uh, and it's 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 almost like a miniature museum in his basement Especially the way some of the Star Wars is set up with the cases and the lighting and everything else. Yeah, he's wow. got the dioramas out there, basically, of, like, you know, Lego battle, you know, sets of all the different Legos, uh, Star Wars stuff. You know, like the, you know, battle on Hoth, and he's got a little, you know, set set up so it looks like the battle's going on and then things like that. So it's it's crazy. And during the during the height of the Attitude Era, DPP's dad actually built a wrestling ring, lights, and entrance setup that puts to shame anything WWE has ever sold <laughs> over the last 35 years that they started doing that kind of thing. It was some of the coolest stuff. He had different lighting effects that he could do and everything else, and it just it looked excellent. We'll, yeah. we'll have to get some pictures up on Twitter one of these we'll days. Find yeah, wow. we used erect, erector sets. We found some old erector sets and stuff like that, and yeah, built a... The whole setup with the whole the light rig. scaffolding, the entrance, light scaffoldings. The, we had the ramp. We went to uh, was it uh, oh, American Sciences Surplus and found some of those little flashing lights and things that you could post up and had those everywhere and had the flashing lights and the music going and it was yeah, it was ridiculous. Jeez. <laughs> I was about to say, do you, do you still have that over at your parents' house, or uh, not put together? But I know he still has all the he has all the oh, sets and everything. Not, and it's, it's not have... Dan's, by the way. It's oh, not no. Dan's. It's Dan's dad's. So don't get that <laughs> In no way is that Dan. No, 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 no. I, I know that. I'm just. Uh, is it still like up, or is there like an area where we could like see all this? Like that would be awesome. Well, the be. Star Wars stuff, I think, but not the wrestling stuff yeah. anymore. That's a good almost yeah. 20 years ago. That's that's somewhere down there, but the Star Wars stuff is what's out now. But I have, I mean, some of it's here. Like, the ring was part of it that's up here for the Raw behind me, but um, the rest of it. Bring that oh. over here. That's the ring he built? No, this is the ring he built. This is the ring we used, I think, though. Oh, he built the stuff around it. He built everything around it. So it was just, this was that's just a right. regular ring you can get. Well, I won't bring it over, but. Uh, the belts the belts fell because i don't have that character i don't have the action figure for the champions <laughs> but no that was just a ring you could buy but everything else was built around it was customized awesome wow well folks there you have it little weather came through uh we are none the worse for wear we're, we're struggling and we're making it happen here right here on the dwi podcast it is indeed friday afternoon welcome to the weekend let's do some calisthenics with what you drinking drink it in man fuck you i'm drunk fuck you i'm drunk for my beer now the same god got more in the trunk Alright, 
got a little bit of different IPA this week, Ballast Point Brewing. It's called Fathom IPA. It's a little bit on the lighter side. It's pretty crisp. Still got that 6% on it. Nice little can here. Hey, a little shot to the bill guy there. What is that? Uh, it's a good-looking can. Old-school little scuba nice thing. There you go. There's the... Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Got a six-pack today. I thought I'd try something different. This is my first beer of the day, folks. So I'm, right. I'm ready to have a whole bunch more doing this podcast. going to tune in, watch the uh, end of the PGA Championship uh, second-round action. Little Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Always rooting for him. I think I root for him harder than any other team. Except the pack. I think the Bucks and the Brewers and Marquette and Wisconsin are all after Tiger Woods in my book. So big fan of the golfer, Tiger Woods. DP. What the fuck are you drinking? Well, uh, you know, I have not started my, my drinking extravaganza for the evening just yet. So right now I'm just having a Mountain Dew, unfortunately. But I've been uh, hustling around the house doing a lot of chores and errands. So I haven't gotten a chance to pour myself a, a normal drink yet. So it's going to happen, though. I got some Stoli's Crushed uh, Mango Vodka, which is uh, actually pretty good. And mixing it with uh, just some Sprite and put a little fruit in there and we're good to go. I know AJ's drinking enough for both of you right now. I've seen him finishing off High Life. Now he's got yep. a big giant glass of Jack Daniels and probably, I don't know, tea or something like that. Oh, it's, it, it's the basic blast, the Jack Daniels honey and coke. As always, in my in my unique Guinness glass with AJ on the side of it. Phenomenal. Two words. Two words. Phenomenal. And you're only saying that because you saw me open up a brand new bottle of JD before we started recording. I did. I did. I knew that. But sometimes <laughs> you have it with the sweet tea or whatever. I don't know. Sometimes you guys just drink it warm and it lasts, right? You guys fuck it. Yeah. yeah, we're 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 weird like that, but alcohol is alcohol. That's right. There's no wrong way to consume alcohol, son. In the words of the legendary uh, Ron Ron Burgundy. No, not uh, Ron Burgundy. Uh, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Shout out to Parks and Rec. So, all right, gentlemen, that's what you're drinking. Let's let everybody know what's happening this week, DPP, on the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. She. Your balls are out. Put them back in, PC. There he is. Oh, they're done now. He. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't hear anybody yelling encore, asshole. <laughs> What are you talking about? That was continuous. My angels. My, my, my angelic voices. All right. This week on the podcast known as DWI, episode 239. Our projections are taking us to episode 250 right around Halloween. So we'll see what happens there. We can cause a little havoc, if you know what I mean. This week, The Rock buys the XFL and agrees to a match with Daniel Bryan. That's right. You heard it here. Marty Jannetty may have killed somebody and thrown him in the Chattahoochee River. We're going to have some funky fresh trivia. And a last call, a punter versus a small wrestler. TPP, ring the bell. He's tiny. He's tiny. Come on. He really is. He's great. He's really good. He gets pissed off when you call him tiny, though, apparently. I don't know. That was such a shoot. We'll get to it. All right, gentlemen. The Rock bought the XFL. Let's start there. That's a real thing. Much like uh, his series Ballers, where he ended up the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, now he is an actual owner of an entire football league. The XFL. I, I think it's a... I don't think that it's too much of a risk for him to do this. I'm, I guarantee you not that much money of, of his was put in there. Uh, I'm sure he has a media group or things of that nature and partners that bellied up most of it. Just to have him being the face of this league, though, that's instant forward step, considering he is the biggest action movie star in the world for a few years running now. Yeah, he's partnered with uh, Redbird Capital, so I'm sure uh, kind of, yeah, whatever his money that's in it is, for the most part, protected. And, yeah, God knows he's probably got the money to not necessarily worry about it, you know. Let's say he lost all the money. All he'd have to, all of it, let's say he lost all of his money. He could do three movies in four years and be worth $100 million again. <laughs> yeah, this is like, yeah, this is like us, you know, tipping somebody a 20 you know, okay, here you go. I think we'll be all right eventually after a little while. But, yeah, this is, yeah, him being the face of this, and, and you know, it'd be nice to see it 
actually try and get somewhere because basically the XFL has gone over two and trying to start, you know, this league, but because of almost because of issues outside of their control. So, it, you know, giving it a fair shot, it might actually do something. So I'm kind of interested to have it come back. Well, I guess you have to, drum, right? Yeah, I guess you have to say they're over two, but the second time, I, COVID got them. I thought they were going to have a successful season. They were going to come back for another good successful season. You know, the ratings aren't going to stay up there, but they need to know that they just continue to do what they're doing. I, I would imagine, AJ, the long-term goal for them has to be a feeder league for the NFL and getting those players that don't want to play two or three years in college to come into the XFL and play with some other guys that are a little bit older that can't make it in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, who did we have when we had the uh, the AAF before we had the XFL and everything? We had like Trent Richardson being in there and a bunch of other names that you know you probably haven't heard of in like the past decade or so. But with the XFL, it was great. You had so many people that you know either out of college or you know former NFL stars that actually like showed up and put on a show for us. I mean, I was enjoying the XFL right uh, for season two reboot. I don't know what we want to call it, but I was enjoying it. I was watching every single game. I loved every minute of it. It was enjoyable. I mean, the fans really got into it, especially with the beer snake, uh, uh, beer snake. Yeah. I'm not drunk yet. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, I mean, with the rock being the owner of it, well, the, figurehead basically i mean it's just gonna be bigger and better i mean like tanya said it the rock probably the most famous person that anyone's heard of whether it's the rock dwayne johnson whatever you want to call him like fuck he's he is the guy that would show a lot of people like hey look we're gonna have fun with this we're gonna show like a different type of nfl vince can like do a little bit here on the side but I mean, hell, the, uh, the Rock is probably the best person to be the figurehead for this. Yeah, I think it definitely gives the the whole league a better, you know, face to the company rather than kind of Vince McMahon. And, you know, people might shy away from it just knowing, you know, his history and things like that. And, you know, he's a little older and having The Rock, obviously, yeah, he's, if not the biggest star in the world, one of the top biggest stars in the world right now. And everybody knows him and can get behind him and be excited for these, for this thing. And it's just, yeah, it's just got a better shot and it's another opportunity for, you know, football players to get out there and have an outlet to play rather than just the NFL. And, you know, we've got the Canadian leagues and, you know, in Europe and everything, but you don't have a lot of opportunities. There's not a lot out there. And this gives players a chance to go somewhere and show what they can do and, you know, if you don't get drafted into the NFL, you could still get playing time here and get some, you know, make some good money and then, you know, get seen and maybe get picked up by the NFL somewhere down the line, too. Let's transition a little sidestep here, continue to talk about The Rock. Daniel Bryan tweeted out something about how his daughter's favorite thing is some remix of The Rock saying you're welcome and says it all the time. <laughs> and for that, he wants to have a match with The Rock. And The Rock replied, I can see the writing on the wall on this one. I'll be jobbing here and uh, let's, let's make it happen. So would you be, I mean, I think it's a stupid question to ask if you'd be in favor of a rock versus Daniel Bryan match at WrestleMania. I think everybody and their mother, that's a wrestling fan, regardless if you're like the super smarky asshole, or if you're just the casual fan, everybody's going to want to see a Daniel Bryan versus the rock match. I mean, you don't, you don't have to have them, one be a heel, you know, they can both just be themselves, kind of like Cena and The Rock here. Is this going to happen? I'd put the percentage-wise at about 33%, because it ain't going to happen without fans, let's put it that way. So could fans possibly be back at WrestleMania this year? I believe it's supposed to be in L.A. They're going to make a decision on that soon, whether or not that's going to go forward like that. But if everything goes through, and this is a live event in L.A. with fans, I could totally see The Rock versus Daniel Bryan, and I would absolutely love that, AJ. I wholeheartedly agree, because not it, it's going to be another WrestleMania goes Hollywood. What better way than Rock versus 
Daniel Bryan. They don't even have to headline it. Don't make it the headline, but that's just going to be such a prominent match that, you know, you it feels like it'll be the main event, but it's not going to be. It's probably going to be middle of the match. The best, the, the best thing about WrestleMania goes Hollywood. The one time was all the commercials they did leading up yes. to it. Yes, I the hope they do that again. Again, Tri- triple again, Triple H doing Braveheart, Eddie and uh, Booker doing uh, Pulp Fiction. They had the Let's do this doing, again. Uh, uh, what's the Sharon Stone movie? Deliverance. No. Yes. Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas, I believe, where she opens her legs, she uncrosses and crosses her legs. I think oh, Christ- I know. It, yeah. it was Christian Jericho and uh, Benoit. Stacy? Yeah. And, and Benoit. The, yeah. yeah. The Chris's and Stacy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't remember the name of that. Basic I can't instinct. remember the name of that movie. fucking movie. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. Basic instinct. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ugh. Brutal. So I think we're all in favor of Rock Daniel Bryan. I mean, what's the next? I mean, that's obviously the biggest name they could get ever to come back all the time is going to be The Rock. Uh, I can't really think anybody else that's out. You could maybe see Cena coming back, but he's already wrestled Daniel Bryan. I mean, The Rock comes back to wrestle somebody. There's so many options of people he's never wrestled before. Oh, I mean, Daniel Bryan would be a perfect one because at this point, you know, Daniel Bryan isn't wrestling in, in main events yet, but I think you know, if they did something like that and bring him, catapult him right back into the main event picture right after that, because he hasn't had that run for a while, so it'd probably be really good. Man, you could, any, you know, Keith Lee would be fucking awesome to watch Rock and Keith Lee go at it, but I doubt that that's going to happen, you know, at this point. But you'd have to have, at this point, you'd have to have a bigger star that's, you know, in the Raw or SmackDown at this point. Um, man, that he hasn't wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see, I could see the storyline for this being The Rock comes out on social media and is like, I want, I want to come back to the WWE because I want to be WWE champion again and I want a title match. And Daniel Bryan comes out and goes, Well, what makes you think you can just walk right in and have a title match? And this can be a number one contendership match that bolts Daniel Bryan forward because Rock isn't going to stick around, right? So now Daniel Bryan gets this rub and then he wins and gives the rub to somebody else. It just makes sense to me. I could see the Keith Lee thing, but I think it's too soon considering where he's at in NXT. I think that'd be something if Keith Lee was a couple years removed from what he's doing right now and on the main roster. So for me, Daniel Bryan versus The Rock makes the most sense out of everybody that The Rock could face, honestly. Yeah, there's... I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody else that would be a good one. Like, you know, I know we'll talk about him later. Yeah. Yeah. AJ I mean, Styles I don't want to have be another great one. But he's already faced. Uh, obviously, Roman Reigns is the big one, right? Yeah, R- Roman and Rock would be, be an amazing event. I mean, you could have Roman winning the title at WrestleMania, The Rock beating Daniel Bryan for the number one contender, then and have that match at SummerSlam, you know, and then the rematch at WrestleMania. You could have that three years and three times in a year if there's fans back, you know. I think that's the big thing is when the fans are going to be able to come back and make this happen because you don't want to do this without an actual audience, honestly. The end of WrestleMania 37 is Roman Reigns winning the title and The Rock coming out and challenging him for it after winning a number one contendership match against Daniel Bryan saying, I'll see you at SummerSlam, motherfucker. I want him to say motherfucker, too. Motherfucker. <laughs> I was about to say, you're probably not going to get the motherfucker, but I'm, I'm on board with this. <laughs> I, I like the Roman Rock idea. Maybe Rock had some shots of tequila after his match before Roman won, and he just lets it slip, you know? (laughs) You know, the underground fans will go crazy. Speaking of underground, before we move on here, any last thoughts on The Rock, uh, XFL, and wrestling-wise? Because I just want to hit one more thing from WWE before we move on to our next very interesting topic. Yes, it's going to be a very interesting topic. Uh, Yes, I completely agree with the whole Rock-Roman. That would be a great way to not only... And WrestleMania, hopefully we have fans, but also lead up to SummerSlam's main event next year. That's a great idea. I love it. I can't really think of any other dream matches other than maybe AJ and HBK, but that's about it. That's that's the only other like big marquee, holy shit, this is actually going to happen match I can think of, but eh. Yeah, AJ would be the only other one. Not AJ Belaz, but AJ Styles. 
would be be the one I'm looking for. But damn it, <laughs> Rudy but the fact that he ass motherfucker. And I know this is was just on social media or whatever, but the fact that The Rock played into it and said, "Yep, I'm ready for a match. Let's do it." You know, he'll fucking do it. And Vince McMahon ain't gonna say no because goddamn it, that's money. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Chris Platt can come up with all the reasons why Vince McMahon and The Rock aren't talking, but the, the second there's money to be made, you know Vince's frown turns right the fuck upside down. Goddamn right. So, Oh, yeah. At this point, I give it a very high probability that it does happen, and I think it's just a matter of if the fans are going to be there and be able to be at WrestleMania, then this is almost 100% going to happen in my mind. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's take a pause for the cause. We'll come right back with some more... Uh, topic, well, well, with a topic that's semi-related to wrestling, I don't know. I guess we're going to talk about it. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, apparently Marty Jannetty doesn't want to be Party Jannetty anymore. He wants to go to jail and be Jailbird Jannetty because he recently said that he murdered someone back in the day and dumped their body in the Chattahoochee River. Now, since then, he's gone on another podcast and talked about what actually happened and stayed away from the fact that he actually killed this guy. Apparently, Jannetty was 13 years old, worked at a bowling alley, and some older dude would sell weed out of his van or car to little kids and try to molest them. Well, he got in an altercation with Jannetty, and Jannetty says that he had a, a brick was laying nearby, and that's how he got away, and didn't really say that the guy was dead or anything. So you can go ahead and read all the dirt sheets and listen to all these podcasts. I know people that have actually partied with Marty Jannetty and just say the guy is just a fucking Fruit Loop. So, gentlemen... What are the odds Marty Jannetty killed someone? What are the odds that he's going to go to jail for this? And what are the odds that this is just something worthless to be talking about? I mean, that's 100% uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> 100% worthless to be talking about. Yes. Uh, yes. Is he going to go to jail? I mean, he's I mean, 60. I... This happened 47 years ago, apparently. Apparently, because he was 13 when it happened. To be fair, he didn't say he killed the man. He just said he made him disappear, and uh, there might have been a body floating in the river. That doesn't necessarily mean die. That means unconscious, and he wanted to go for a swim. It, I don't think he's going to go to jail, though. That's that's about 50 years too late. <laughs> if he's made but, it this far, <laughs> after all the things that I've heard he has done... <laughs> he hasn't been to jail yet then you know I don't think he's, oh, he's been to jail say, can, can, can well, we also yeah. can we also been to prison. Put, yeah, can we also put a highlight to the fact that the girl that he was talking about said it, he was his it was his favorite not like the best girl that he ever had or like it was his favorite like it was some toy <laughs> oh. just everything about this Everything about this is just so fucked up to the point where I think I shared it to you guys. Being called the Marty Jannetty of a tag team is looking real fucking bad right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much else to say on this topic. I mean, I just we just had to mention it. There's not a lot going on. We're trying to stay away from a lot of matches that have kind of set their place for SummerSlam weekend. We're going to start getting into that next week. We do have two more weeks of that build-up, so we don't want to hit on all that right now. Um, it might be a shorter show today. We do have two more things to do. Any last thoughts on Marty Jannetty uh, possibly murdering somebody? This, uh, you know, I, I at this point, I'm going to believe that he did, but obviously you're not going to be able to tell, you know, other than what he's saying, and not, there's no evidence of this fact, but yeah, in your in the same vein as you, PC Tony, of knowing some people that have partied with Marty and understand the way he is or and everything that I'm not surprised that he's you know come out and said this on, on Facebook and continues to talk about it and just because he is a nutcase and I wouldn't be surprised that this is a hundred percent true. 
but I don't know how much traction it's going to end up getting. <laughs> so. Well, authorities are looking into it. <coughs> we'll see what happens from here. And uh, we're going to take another quick commercial break and come back with some funky, fresh trivia. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Before we get the trivia here, I just want to say, make sure you're going over to thechairshot.com. Check out Chairshot Radio Network. Obviously, DWI Podcast. We got Pod is War. Uh, the Greg DeMarco Show. Hashtag Miranda Show. Bandwagon Nerds. A Winner is You. Three Man Weave. Outsider's Edge. Among many, many more. Uh, we got the Badlands Wrestling Podcast. We got the Five Rounds UFC Podcast. So, whether it's sports, entertainment, or sports and entertainment, we got you covered. Head on over to thechairshot.com and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Make yourself McLaur look more aesthetically pleasing. McLaur is interesting. You know, we'll have to we'll have to McLaur into that later. But for now, we're going to look more into the t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Check it out. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I'm being told that was a nice save. Let's get right on to it. It's trivia time, bitches. Without a little bit of trivia every single week. Uh, Last week we had the... Family Funky Fresh feud, which got a little off the rails, pulling Kyle Petty out of asses and whatnot. Ooh, oh, look at that. It's Kyle Petty. <laughs> but we're going to go back to the original format. Two questions, two of them, re- or three questions, two of them wrestling, one of them however I see fit. DP, you actually uh, won last week. You broke Tony's win- winning streak. How'd I do that? It's total BS. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I did the that. hardcore time. <laughs> Fucking cheater. <laughs> By one answer. <laughs> By one answer. That's what happens in the feud. It's crazy. I get like two points for Kyle Petty, and he gets like 18 points for the easiest <laughs> fucking question of the day. Anyway, I'm not mad about it. No. Oh, no, 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 you're not. I'm more surprised you haven't gotten a okay. refill on some of your IPAs over there, bud. I, I got a full one right here. Oh, I'm ready. Perfect. No Bruce Smith today. No nothing. Uh... Anyone for penis? <laughs> no. No. All right. Oh, best family feud clip ever. <laughs> instead, instead, we're going to do another fun little wrestling topic, especially with uh, Tony's little flub up there with pro wrestling tees. Huh. The wrestling questions are also botches. Okay. That's right. Botch references or just funny things in general. So, Tony, you lost last week. So you get the choice of door number one, door number two, or door number three. And if you say door number four, I'm going to hit you with a two by four. I don't think you can, but I'll take door number three. It would have to be a really long two by four. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I won't fly over there and hit you with one. Uh All right. It's one of the wrestling ones. Wrestling ones. It's it's a little easy. It's a little easy. Oh boy, that means it's impossible. All right. So is my so is my third girlfriend. Hey Easy like Sunday morning, I'm assuming. So. Got the drum roll instead of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know which one that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
since we're going to go with famous botches, famous funny stuff, the infamous Steiner Math promo was for what TNA pay-per-view? Oh, boy. Fuck. No one's going to get this. Go ahead. Play the music. <laughs> Just figure it out. They, they, they said it in the promo. Like, right at the end. If you can think of the promo, if you can say it in your head. The, the two-thirds chance of winning. Boy, I don't know that many fucking TNA fucking... <laughs> oh, was it TNA? <laughs> oh, shit. It was, it was TNA. <laughs> I did say TNA. I slimmed it down for you guys. Uh, well, this is the only one I know of. I think this was the... Uh, uh, this going, I, I don't know. I don't even know if that was a... Uh, All right. Well, Tony I put gave a, his I put, a, I put a, a WCW one. <laughs> No, 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 it wasn't WCW. Uh, hold on, hang on, okay, okay. What do you say? I'll just say King what of the Mountain. I don't know if that was a tournament. I don't know if that was an actual pay-per-view or not. No, nah, it was just the event during Slammiversary for the longest <sighs> time. Both incorrect. Yeah, it was... Senior Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they'll spell disaster for you as Sacrifice. Oh, sacrifice was the name of the pay-per-view. I got it. my answer started with an S. That, no. <laughs> Which one was yours? Would you put no, Slammiversary? I did. Yeah, no, I did. Stop. Yeah, I did. Oh. See, I was good. I, I, I originally wrote down sold out. <laughs> WCW. Oh, yeah. That that was... No, no. 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 <laughs> you get a negative one for that? <laughs> no. I'm trying. I'll, th I'll, right. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. No. no. So, uh, DP, Tony said door number three. So do you want one or two? I'll take uh, door number two, Ed McMahon. Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Door number two is the other wrestling question, and for this one, I'll give you guys one minute. One minute. Name as many cameos from the Talking Shopamania event. Oh boy! And I'm looking at the time now, so I know exactly when one That's minute awesome. is up. All the, it. All it. the cameos. I even watch it. And if you're listening, read my review. The best, worst review ever. Talking Shopamania. God, I wish I had more alcohol when I was reviewing that one. Uh, 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 uh. I just think you can remember they also promoted it on TNA. So you might have saw a little clip of them talking about Talking Shopamania. So you might have... Maybe maybe some TNA guys in there. Maybe some older guys in there. Maybe some... Fuck, I don't know. I was left? about five beers in. You got ten seconds. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I've heard that a lot right. in my life. Um, I got seven answers. Seven? Time. Time. time already. Seven. Jesus, I got nothing. I got no idea. Oh, All yeah. right. Uh, up a little. Can't see. So Y2J, AJ, EY, Steiner. All right, Tony, what'd you what'd you put down? I know you got one of them. Raven, Sick Boy, Chico, El Luchador, EY, Heat Slater. What's next to Chico? I can't see that. Reese. Reese. And EC3. So, Tony, you got Sick Boy, Chico, Reese, and Heat. That's four points right there. Yeah. Oh boy! The so Tony's definitely gonna win this week. Yeah! Woohoo! There were such names as uh, Lodi, Reese, mm. and Reese also showed up as the Yete. Sick boy, so the flock lives. Chavo Guerrero, Hornswoggle as a uh, Swoggle Rider. Was Pepe there? Pepe was there. Nice. Damn it! That would have been another point. That's fucking bullshit. That's totally it. Gave up and said you won if you said Pepe. I would have just went like, no, nope, fuck it. I don't care what DP says. Pepe would have. Perfect. I'm telling you, promoters around the country at indie shows, if you want to make some money, you get Pepe versus Moppy. Main event. Do it. Uh, Mike okay. Bennett, Maria Bennett, Willie Mack, Rhino, Scott Damore, in Air Paris. Does anyone actually know why Air Paris is relevant? Why? Because we can't take flights anymore? God damn it, no. Yeah. 
Just for that, I'm glad you lost this week. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Doopy. <laughs> fuck Air you Paris. Too. Fuck you too. <laughs> Air Paris was in a tag team in WCW with a guy named Air Styles for Air Raid. Anyone know who Air Styles was? AJ Styles. It was AJ Styles. Is that a bonus point? No, it's, you, you fucking won anyway. <laughs> I want to bury his ass. Give <laughs> five give points. Me, give me the, door number one. What Let's the do fuck, this. man? Jesus. Hey, for one. You're for you, DP. Where's Janetti when you need him? Janetti, get in here and drag DP out of here. In the Chattahoochee River. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Why don't you go back to your home in the Chattahoochee River? <laughs> All right, the opinion question, the AJ question. This is kind of wrestling related, but it's mostly football related. And Tom Brady. Try to think. Try to think. Why did I ask for the last call to be last call? What special teams player was nicknamed Boomstick when he played? <laughs> Do we have to play the whole thing, or? <laughs> you could just write down the answer. I'm pretty sure everyone can guess it, especially since everyone knows what last call is. It's Pat McAfee. Uh, you spelled oh. it wrong. What are you you spelled about? it wrong, actually. It's M-C-A-F-F-E. Hmm. I got it right. Well, that's bullshit. I should get an extra point for that. It's not anything. Extra five points. Five extra points for spelling. One point. One point for every letter. <laughs> still lost. Two, three, four, five. Yeah. So I got six points. <laughs> I win. Yeah. Well, I got seven letters in it, so I get seven points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of right, e. I can write a lot again. of E's. <laughs> like I said, I had to tie it in with Last Call. So this was Phenomenal Funky Facts. Always a hoot. Always fun. We don't have to hear PC shout. Total BS. Total BS! Uh, maybe we do. But, uh... It's over. This is total BS. But, uh... Tony, I, this game. I do believe this means it's Last Call. Well, first we gotta finish the segment. I'm okay with you calling for last call, AJ, but you're telling the wrong guy, so tell the right guy and let's get it moving. Alright, fine. DP? I believe, with the McAfee being the last one, I believe it's last call. The last call. What do you mean it's last call? What do you mean, what do I mean? We're trying to get done in time so I can watch Tiger Woods play some PGA golf today. But last call, we're going to stick with sports, merging with entertainment in sports and entertainment, and... Let's start here. We got McAfee versus Cole, TakeOver 30, SummerSlam weekend. McAfee is perfect to pull from. The dude's in shape. He's he's not a small guy. He's wrestling a small guy. Sorry, Adam Cole. I'm not scared of you. Uh, literally, literally, folks, literally, I am not scared of Adam Cole. <laughs> oh, boy. He's calling out Adam I'm Cole six, here, too. I'm 6'1", 185, and I am not scared of Adam Cole in the least. Like... <laughs> He's got great hair. That's about it. He's a tiny little dude. Like, he'd never get close enough to do anything to me, let alone Pat McAfee. And that's why this match works. Is Adam Cole one of the best wrestlers on the planet? 100%. Is he one of the best talkers on the planet? 100%. He is an excellent sports entertainer. And he's going up against Pat McAfee. To me, Pat McAfee, he has legs here. This guy, he can come in and talk. If he can work... If he can work, you're going to see more Pat McAfee in the ring. That's my opinion, man. I've seen his legs in those shorts at that he wore at WrestleMania. Uh, no, he doesn't have legs. He <laughs> some boomsticks, TP. There's some boomsticks. <laughs> Just because he can punt the ball 74 yards, you think he's going to punt <laughs> Adam Cole 74 decade, yards? Hey, he 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 punted the shit out of Adam Cole on Wednesday. <laughs> hey, listen to this. Because of Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole, WWE's gotten run on GetUp the last two mornings. Triple H was on, Pat McAfee was on the next day. So think about it that way. We're trying to promote SummerSlam weekend 
in a world where we can't get out and have the fans come in. Ratings are super low. You know, not a lot of people care about wrestling without stands, uh, fans in the stands. Apparently today my deal is to reverse things. But McAfee makes WWE be streamlined headline in the main headlines of sports and entertainment, i.e. ESPN. Yeah, and a yeah, better I... way to do it, you know, is to get that social media and get the television time and talking about it in other, you know, avenues other than just through whatever WWE has, you know, you, what better way to get it out and, you know, that's the same way they do it with WrestleMania, you know, it starts to get more mainstream looks and if you can do that for the other pay-per-views, you know, you got to do it, 100% you got to do it. It's same thing that they're, you know, we're with, we talked about at the beginning of the show with The Rock and you know, if he's out getting out there and, and going to be in a match or something, you know, that's going to be all over the place. And this, this is the same thing. You got a kind of an ex football star who's, you know, got the great look and is a, is a wrestling fan, obviously, and does it, it's his own t- little talk show here for wrestling and now coming out and going to be in a match. And it's, yeah, it's going to get talked about on ESPN and, you know, NFL Network probably and, and things like that. And what else can you ask for when it comes to promoting, you know, one of your biggest shows? Yeah, AJ, nothing that they can put together for SummerSlam is going to get more mainstream media attention than Pat McAfee having a match with Adam Cole that weekend. Nothing. It doesn't matter what match they do because there's no one else coming in like that. No, I mean, it's perfect, too. Like, especially when they set it up on the Pat McAfee show where everything's uncensored, just like us. But, like, you know, you heard Adam Cole basically tell him, fuck you, I'm tired of you, like, belittling me. No pun intended. Okay, maybe, maybe it was a little intended. But let's go, let's go back and listen to that real quick. This is where it all started. You just happen to kick a football every now and then, and, and all of a sudden you feel like you're really, really important. Of all people to say that to me, that I surround myself with super talented people, and that's the only reason that I was successful. Whoa, you're a whoa, psycho. Whoa. We didn't say Jesus. only reason. Uh-oh. We said it's main reason. Main, okay, okay, main reason. That's and, exactly what you're saying. And since you just kind of took a little jab there at my profession, that have I used you been taking jabs at me this whole show? No, 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 no. I was the player of the decade at my position in the NFL, like being a punter. So although I was surrounded by good people, it was just me and a ball. And, and Pat McAfee, looking back at this, this is awesome. Like at the time, yeah. you had people going, "Is this a shoot or not?" Like we all said right away, "Okay, this is perfect. This is going to be a match." But the guy can run game. He can run his mouth and work with the one of the best in the world. Now, granted, I am sure behind the scenes, Adam Cole is in love with this idea. This only boosts Adam Cole's profile regardless of what happens here, okay? Let me play the rest of it, and we'll get right back to AJ. At, guess what? I was the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. And guess who did that all by themselves? Oh, that's right, me. Did it all by myself. No. Nope. Don't believe that. We've watched the takeovers, Adam. The Undisputed Era is the main reason why you've succeeded. But by the way, smart. That's good business. Hey, that's business, baby. That's very smart. Well, and especially for you because, you know, you're kind of (laughs) small. We're going to go with the size thing now. Fuck you, Pat. Seriously, I'm sick of your shit. I come the whole way here, take time away from my family to come to do your stupid fucking show. And you're gonna continue to disrespect me. Don't touch me. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Fuck you, Fuck you. No, fuck you. Get out of here. No, fuck you. Get out of here. Fucking greatest response ever. He's sitting behind his mic on his own show. Someone tells him, fuck you. He goes, no, fuck you. Get out of here. (laughs) It is so... It is perfectly done. Because Pat is so charismatic on the mic. He does... Everything is perfect. And the other thing, and I'll steal from Andrew like I always do in my entire life. I'll steal from what Andrew told me. This is the perfect way to get maybe just Adam Cole or the entire Undisputed Era as a face. Oh, he stole that from me. Fuck off. I said that. Sure. Eh. Oh, I got all you, Go back to listen to Pat is more. Don't start with me, man. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck Ooh, you. Here we here. go. <laughs> no, no. No. Sorry. I know, I know, I know. Come back, come back. <laughs> no, but like, this is a great way to turn Adam Cole, who's been like, oh, yeah, I have Undisputed Era helping me. 
Alright, yeah, PC Tony said it. Andrew stole it from Tony, who I stole it from Andrew, okay. That's right, Tony stole it from Steve Allen, so it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, this is just perfect. You got Pat McAfee, who can... He brings out the jock, the jerk kind of mentality, the whole, you know, locker room banter bullshit, and actually make uh, freaking Adam Cole look like... Well, he's the victim. He's the good guy in this. He's trying to defend himself. I mean, yeah, he might come up short. But, I mean, this is just the smallest opportunity for Pat McAfee to get into a wrestling ring. And this is perfect. You take any opportunity you can, whether how big or small it is. I see what you're doing there. I don't know when you're (laughs) talking. What are you talking about? Small, short. I get it. Uh... I'm not saying anything rude. Adam I'm just saying. Knocking on your door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, I mean, we we know how short his temper is. He can be he can be an angry little elf. <laughs> you know him exactly what you're doing. Oh, I know exactly what you the fuck I'm doing. I can't say I, shit. I'm five nine. <laughs> no, I said you you know him exactly what you're doing. No, I know. Oh, well, I can't say shit. Regardless, I'm five fucking nine. I'm. Probably as tall as fucking Adam Cole. (laughs) But still, it's perfectly done. This is amazing. This is how you not only get other people to watch that aren't wrestling fans to watch WWE, but you have people who, you know, can Adam Cole actually put on a match with a punter? Of all positions of football, you wanted to face off again? I mean, we had Gronk, like, a while ago. He was the 24-7 champion. Maybe I'm just saying this so, I mean, the the trend lies, so Pat McAfee goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) But this is still great. I love it. I love it a lot. DP, I want Pat McAfee to form a tag team with Randy Orton, the punters. That's, you know, I wouldn't be, I, I'm kind of surprised that they don't bring Randy Orton in there to teach him, you know, teach me how to punt or whatever, show him how it's done when it comes to, you know, wrestlers. <laughs> they could totally do it. I, I don't know. I mean, you look back at that punt from NXT, that was perfectly timed by McAfee and everything. Granted, it was in the chest, but that was beautifully done. I mean... I could totally see the build up to this, you know, for Adam Cole getting back at him to just rip into this whole you're you were a you know, a low you were a punter in the NFL. It's like the pussiest position you could play in the NFL and you know, you didn't have to get your hands dirty, you just sat back there and kicked a ball and you know, you weren't really a football player and you know, I could totally see that happening with the Undisputed Era, just digging back at him somehow. I gotta say I love the alliteration, the pussiest position you could play. I mean <laughs> As an advocate for the administration that allocates alliteration all across America, I am totally down with that. Punter's the pussiest position you could play. Uh, And I'd gladly take the punter money and travel only eight times a year. So that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Yeah. You can pay me 1.5 to play 16 games, go on the road eight times a year, be off for fucking seven months. You don't have to go to practices. You just golf and you punt. Perfect. Sign me up. Yeah, I'm good. Works for me. <laughs> right? I love it. All right, gentlemen. Last thoughts here on the show known as DWI episode 239. A little bit of a shorter show, but we're, we're going to get back into the more wrestling topics and debate a little bit more of that next week. I know we did the non-wrestling episode for the most part. Last week we did get into Colin McAfee. That is really what we wanted to talk about today. Great last call, guys. Another fun time with trivia. Last thoughts overall, sports entertainment, sports entertainment, AJ. I mean, I'm enjoying the return of baseball. I'm returning to... I'm personally returning to basketball. I wasn't the biggest fan as of late, but I'm slowly going back to it, watching it a little more. I, as long as we can keep everything perfectly fine, and everyone's tested, and everyone actually does their part, it's good for all, and that's all I care about, because, God, I can only play so many video games and put so many reviews out. What do you think, DP? Do you, do you think I don't put enough reviews, or maybe I should do a little more? I think you could play all the video games you want, brother. 
all the video games you want. Reviews are awesome. I do love the fact that you're uh, you're tag teaming it with me and putting out some reviews there. It's pretty cool. Uh, wrestling wise, uh, you know, just continued disappointment. Unfortunately for me, just you know, Raw was horrible in the fact that you know they're trying to say, oh, they're going to bring out new storylines and new stars and a new faction. And I don't really know what the new faction was because they didn't really announce it. To me, it seemed like it was the Hurt Business was the new faction and not these ninja wannabes that you know, looked like Tozawa's ninjas destroying some generator outside, which I think was the faction, but they really promoted the Hurt cough, Business. Cough, cough, Hurt Business, TNA did it first, cough, cough. Yeah, well, and, and it's nice that WWE's do it with their new stars, who is a 44-year-old, a 45-year-old, and a 46-year-old. So, awesome. Big fan there. Um, so, yeah, not really enjoying anything there. Uh, Sports-wise, Bucks clinched the number one seed. I'm a big fan. You know, NBA right now is kicking ass. I'm, I'm enjoying watching. Got to watch yesterday a good 25-point comeback to win by 16 for the Bucks over the Heat. So that was fun. And uh, excited that hopefully the Bucks can get fully on track and take this uh, run and as the first seed all the way to a championship. Folks, last thing I want to say today is give these leagues and these wrestling companies and these entertainment companies and whatever kind of media you're consuming right now and content-wise, give them a little bit of a break. It's, it's really hard to do things right now unless you're just podcasting. This is really easy to do because we're totally separated and just kind of hanging out and having a beer and, and shooting the shit. But where people have to actually come together to give you a product, it's not an easy thing that's going on right now. Um, so give them a little bit of a break. Like DP said, play your video games, you know, enjoy some time outside, socially distanced from each other. Golf's a great game for that. I know I'm going to tune in here and watch Tiger Woods play some golf today at the PGA Championship. And uh, I got nothing else for you this week. Enjoy the rest of the summer. Before you know it, folks, if you're not in a place that's usually warm throughout the year, it's going to be cold before you know it. Get outside, do some grilling, do some yard work. Yard work can be enjoyable if you don't push yourself too hard because, trust me, when it's 30 degrees outside, you wish you could go out and plant some flowers, cut some grass, tend to the trees and water. So make sure you're doing that. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. You can follow this show at Podcast DWI. Make sure you check out Pod is War at Pod underscore is underscore war. Three underscore man weave right there for your sports on the ChairShot Radio Network. Make sure you check out at ChairShot Media. That's going to cover everything going on at thechairshot.com. Go to thechairshot.com. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash the chair shot. Check out all the tees we got this year. You know, support uh, Platt Blast 2020. The t-shirt, don't support the campaign. DP, what do you got? Oh, we got a t-shirt as well. As you can talking about Pro Wrestling Tees, the winner is you t-shirts out there. As well as the Bandwagon Nerds t-shirt. And coming soon, if it's not up yet, uh, another a winner is you t-shirt is on its way. So keep an eye out for that as well. Um, you can follow a winner is you at tw- uh, at a winner is you the letter U uh, both on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, the bandwagon nerds at bandwagon nerds which I am on, on as well, and again with the DWI podcast follow that on Facebook at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. AJ, where can people find you, and and what do you got going on right now? I know NWA is kind of doing you dirty. Yeah, NWA is a little bit on the hiatus since COVID, but uh, you can find me on the Twitters at PhenomenalAJB. You can also find me on TheChairShot.com doing wrestling and video game reviews shortly, hopefully either today, tomorrow, or Sunday, since we're recording on Friday. Uh, You will see the Uncharted 2 review. Like I said before, I'll be doing all four of the canonical uncharted games i know that there's lost legacy and another one but i'm doing one two three four so you'll see that up on the chair shot on the entertainment side but like i said before go check out my talking shopamania review it actually got retweeted by rocky romero himself who was on commentary for the event nice. so uh, i have to go check out talking shop making sure they they might bring me up who knows maybe they might even bring up all a chair shot but uh i reviewed that go check that out i was about five beers deep maybe i'm not 100 percent sure i lost count after two but uh go check that out at thechairshot.com 
I knew when we brought him on, he fit in well with the culture of DWI podcast. Don't drink and drive, folks. Drink and podcast. And you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as I can never find this fucking. There it is. It always fucks me. The first one, a fucking Mean Street Posse. I don't know because it's not where it is. There is the main one. I forgot to bring something up. You folks should stick around. Total BS. Total BS. Fuck Jim Cornette. Fuck Jim Cornette. I mean, it's wrestling adjacent. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 bling. Raw Underground. I was going to bring it up before, before we moved on to Party Gennetti and his, you know, Chattahoochee experience or Chattahoochee, whatever the fuck the name of that river is. Yeah. Raw Underground. Quick round the horn on your thoughts, AJ. I absolutely love it. I mean, under like Raw Underground is literally Fight Club f- for wrestling, and they made freaking ah, uh, what the hell's his name? Baba Tunde, Dabo, Dabo uh, Kane, or whatever his name is. I don't. I I'll I'll say DP's right and say Baba Tunde. It's Baba freaking Tunde looking was his like old the name. Com- yeah. What's his name? Uh, Dabo I, Tuesday. Dabo Tuesday. What was the name? Friday. What are they called? Oh, that's so good. The Archer reference. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember what the name is. Dabakato. Dabakato, that's it. But basically making him the, like... I mean, we've all seen Rush Hour 3 with the whole giant freaking guy facing Chris Tucker before the whole... uh, Who are you? I'm you. No, who... Like, the giant guy that just fucks with everyone, destroys every single one. I love it. That might be the idiot in me, but I absolutely love this idea of, fuck it, just kill each other for all I care. Eh. Hate it. There you go. There's the opposite of that. Wow. That's your commentary? Here, that's you my, got more. Okay, go that's ahead. That's my commentary. <laughs> you know, if... Just the fact that you know, they're trying to they're trying to do this whole Fight Club thing is whatever, and I, you know I don't know if it's you know, UFC ish or whatever, but it's I don't know the way they're they're pulling it off or trying to do it, and you know like when the other guys were coming in, and I forget it was Eric or Ivar comes in and does his Eric. little knee strike that he does in, in wrestling matches, and all of a sudden now it knocks the guy out, and he doesn't you know, and he's done, you know, and they're just they're just stopping fights before it needs to be stopped and things like that, just kind of took it away from me and I didn't didn't pull me in or anything like that and then just having three girls dancing to no music or anything like that just hang you know it's like okay come on this is this is just going completely back to an attempt at an attitude era type of thing and it's not going to work it's not, I just can't dig it if it was just a reason to get Dabakato out there as a new character and that I guess that was their whole you know introducing new stars it was this guy um it just it was it's stupid, and then they brought in, and then these other guys just showed up, Eric and Ivar, and Dolph Ziggler all of a sudden, and, you know, then the Hurt Business takes over and into it, and now what? Is it going to be, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley bringing out his old MMA fighting, and he's going to just dominate this whole thing, or I don't know what they're going to do with it next week, but just, I don't know, it didn't do it for me if this was their attempt at doing something new and different and being fresh in a new storyline. Right, give me a break. You know, you you. You already fired, you know, Paul Heyman as your creative writer for Raw and tried to bring back, you know, Bruce Pritchard and the whole it he's just it's not he's not the right guy to do this if you want to do something new and fresh. You should have left Paul Heyman in charge or get somebody new because if you leave him in charge, you're just going to get the same recycled shit. But but DP Bruce Pritchard he loves you. Ah! 
I'll say you're both right. It's something new and interesting, and it's that brand-new shiny toy, and parts of it are very interesting. But I think to further DP's point, it really pulls away from legitimizing what you're trying to do in the actual ring on the actual show, right? Like, if certain moves work better there than over there. Now, I get it. There's a bunch of, like, jobber guys and enhancement guys that got their asses beat by some established guys. If you're going to use this to promote talent and things of that nature, fine. But I don't think it can be an every week kind of thing. We'll see what happens. That That's kind of my opinion on it, man. And, uh, you know, a little post-DWI run here. Gentlemen, great D- show. DWI Underground. Yeah, DWI hey. Underground. Parting shots for everybody. AJ. Uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I was biased on that last one. I'm a Shane McMahon, Mark. I'm not even going to deny that. <laughs> Oh, what what better way to pop ratings when you when you need ratings boost? You put a McMahon on television. Fantastic! It's time. It's time to shake things up around here. Oh, and speaking of things you shouldn't shake up, I'll leave you with this. Soda's rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.